0: Welcome to Board Game Top 10s, episode 511, for Wednesday, January 2nd, 2019. This is the BGG Top 10 edition, a quarterly look at the top 10 ranked games on Board Game Geek. Sliding one spot for the second quarter in a row, from 8 to 9 to 10, is Terra Mystica by Jens Droegemuller and Helga Ostertag, published by Z-Man Games, with a rating of 8.062, that is down 12 points from last quarter, and is the sixth consecutive quarter of decline for Terra Mystica, as it of course is in its decline phase. This is its 22nd week in the top 10, or rather quarter in the top 10. That is 91 total points that it has lost over its six quarters of decline, and yet Here at 8.062, it resets the mark for the highest number 10 ever, which is 2 points over last quarters. And even though it has continued to slide, it looks like it's going to be pretty stable in the number 10 spot for a little while. The gap back to number 11 is 52 points, and the delta between the two of them is only 14. So at that pace... You would expect it to last for another four quarters. And so we will see how that goes out. Of course, if anybody new comes along, Terra Mystica will be the first one that gets sniped. In its fourth quarter on the countdown, uh, reclimbing back up one spot to number nine is Great Western Trail by Alexander Feaster, published by Stronghold Games with a rating of 8.068, that is, 6 points more than Terra Mystica, and 8 more than it had last time. The youngest game in the top 10, here for the third quarter, and holding on to number 8 for the second time in a row, Gaia Project, by Jens Drogemuller and Helga Ostertag, published by Z-Man Games, with a rating of 8.102, that is a 22 point gain, and it has 34 points between itself and number 9. At number 7 for the fourth consecutive quarter, Scythe by Jamie Stegmeier, published by Stonemeyer Games, with a score of 8.116. That is 14 points more than Gaia Project, and this is the second quarter in a row it has gained. In its rating, in the fact, the fourth quarter out of five, and the other quarter it was flat. So really, there was one quarter of decline, like over a year ago, and otherwise it has continued to inch upward slowly. Over the last couple of years, it entered with a rating of eight point zero five and then gained to 809, and now is up to 812 when you round it. 8.116 is the precise measurement. But as mentioned, the gap between Scythe and Gaia Project is 14 points. Uh, The delta between them right now is 16. So it is possible that Gaia Project catches Scythe next quarter, but that that would expect Gaia Project to continue to gain at the same rate And as is true with most games when they first enter the top 10, uh, there's a rapid gain, and then that can ebbs off slowly. In Gaia Project's case, it it gained uh, over 600 points when it entered the top 10, but then in the subsequent quarters, it was 135, 36, now 22. You would expect that to be less, so... As I said, it's possible. Maybe Scythe stops gaining. Maybe Gaia Project holds steadier. Uh, They'll be even closer next time, though, I would expect. At number six for the fourth consecutive quarter, Star Wars Rebellion by Corey Kaneska, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with a score of 8.164. That is 48 points more than Scythe, and one fewer than it had last time. It had gained one point last quarter, had lost six points the quarter before that, had gained two points the quarter before that, so it's hovering in a fairly stable place. It's right around its peak, I would say. At number five for the third quarter in a row, Twilight Struggle by Ananda Gupta and Jason Matthews, published by GMT Games, with a rating of 8.183. That is 19 points more than Twilight Struggle and 5 fewer than last time. This is Twilight Struggle's ninth consecutive quarter of decline. It has lost 49 points over those quarters. And, as I said, it's a 19-point gap back to Rebellion. The delta between them this quarter was 4 points. Last quarter was 8 points. So twelve between the two. At that continued pace, it would take four quarters more for rebellion to pass twilight struggle. Of course, projecting what would ha- will happen over the course of another entire year is a bit of a fool's errand. But that's the pace. It's a slow gain that rebellion is making. Is the point that I'm making here? At number four for the third consecutive quarter, is Terraforming Mars by Jacob Frixelius, published by Stronghold Games, with a score of 8.226. So that is 43 more than Twilight Struggle, a gain of 12 points, which is pretty impressive for a game to continue gaining like that, at that rate, uh, this far into its uh, time in the countdown, this is the 7th quarter for Terraforming Mars. It has gained over 60 points over the course of this calendar, the past calendar year. And number 3, for the 5th quarter in a row, is Through the Ages, A New Story of Civilization by Vlada Kivado, published by Czech Games Edition, with a rating of 8.275. That's down 11 points from last quarter, and a gap back of 49 points back to Terraforming Mars. This is the fourth consecutive quarter of decline for Through the Ages, a total of 49 points lost. For comparison, Twilight Struggle has been declining, as I said, for nine quarters, has also lost 49 points. So Through the Ages is sliding at a rate of about twice as fast as Twilight Struggle. The delta between Through the Ages and Terraforming Mars last quarter was 19 points. This quarter is 23. Uh, They're separated by 49. At that pace, it would take three quarters more for Terraforming Mars to pass Through the Ages. But I feel like it's probably asking a lot for Terraforming Mars to continue to tack on 10 and 12 points a quarter. At number 2 for the 5th consecutive quarter is Pandemic Legacy Season 1 by Rob Davio and Matt Leacock, published by Z-Man Games with a rating of 8.494, 219 points more than Through the Ages. That is a decline of 4 points. This is its 3rd consecutive quarter of decline, a total of 9 points lost over those 3 quarters. It still has a rating one point higher than its rating back on October 1st of 2017, which was its eighth and final quarter at number one. So its rating now, and for the last three quarters, four quarters, has been higher than it ever had for a rating when it was number one. That gap, though, of 219 points between Pandemic Legacy and Through the Ages, 213 points down from through the ages is exactly the gap back to the number 10 game, Terra Mystica. So that's, again, just to give some idea of the enormous distance between the number 2 and number 3 games. And a pretty big distance between 2 and 1. At number 1 for the 5th consecutive quarter is Gloomhaven, by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalafair Games, with a rating of 8.621. That is a one point gain and is 125 more than Pandemic Legacy. By climbing back to that rating, it ties its own mark for the highest ever rating on Board Game Geek for the third time. It has been at that rating uh, three of the last four quarters. Uh, So that would be April, I'm sorry, yeah, July and January, and then uh, the previous April as well. So April and July of last year and today. But it's, I don't know, I'm still just kind of surprised that it has been so flat. The, The gains it made to get to number one were just so huge. Uh, Of course, it had the unusual distribution with the Kickstarter, but recall it was a year ago that it captured the number one spot. It It gained 331 points in one quarter on that second wave of Kickstarters to get to number one, and then the following quarter gained another 120, and then just nothing. It was flat, it lost a point, it gained a point. Very, very stable after that which is probably an indication that there's just not the same influx of new owners. Its distribution model is very unusual compared to all the other games in the top ten. But it's still got that stranglehold, and it looks like we're going to have a pretty stable-looking top ten, I think, for some time to come. For Wednesday, January 2nd, 2019.